0: Hello, hello. Hey. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Excited for January and a whole new theme for stories this year. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, I started out with one that I think you might enjoy, considering that you appreciate a cowboy. I do. (laughs) So without further ado, let's get right into it. I'm Sonia. I'm Maddie. And welcome to Grim. So, I figured, to start off the new year, we would talk about the story of Black Jack Ketchum, oh. um, which I feel like is a very common name for ghosts, but I associate Black Jack with, like, pirates.
1: Yeah, I feel like I kind of do, too.
0: Yeah, I never would have thought about it as, like, a ghost, like, cowboy, but it's like Black Jack is in, like, two words. Mm. Um, there was never... I, I couldn't find... A description of why he was called this but, you know, sometimes you just gotta roll with it. Things yeah. that happened in the 1800s are whack anyway. <laughs> um, but there's this story that people like to tell about meeting Black Jack Ketchum while camping at the Philmont Scout Ranch, which is near Cimarron, New Mexico. And so the main, like, the, I think the most popular story about meeting him was about this guy who was camping with a bunch of other scouts kind of like backpacking through the mountains and visiting these historic sites along the way. I think it was kind of like one of those like boy scout groups and they go on like adventures or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I wouldn't know. I never did any of them. But they this group of, of kids um, ended up going through this abandoned gold mine. They went through like a ghost town and they ended up stopping at Blackjack Ketchum's outlaw hideout. Um, and so, just a little bit of backstory about who he even was. His name is actually Thomas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's
0: exactly the reaction
1: that I had. <laughs> yeah,
0: Thomas Ketchum was later known as Blackjack, and he was a cowboy in New Mexico. So he was actually born on October thirty first, eighteen sixty three, and I. Feel like that must have something to do with him, like becoming a ghost later on, because like who's born on Halloween? Like that's crazy. (laughs) Um, he was actually born in Texas, in San Saba County, and he was the youngest of eight children. I think it was like six boys and two girls. Um, and then like, I think his eldest brother—I'm not sure if it's like his eldest eldest or like one of his older brothers—but one of them became this like wealthy. And noted like cowman slash horse breeder. Um, So I think that was the standard that he had to live up to, Um, which seems like a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel like the expectations put on younger children is quite a bit. Um, But his other older brother, Sam, married and had two children and then ended up leaving his wife when their son was three years old to become a cowboy like full time. So he and Sam were really close. They ended up working as cowboys together on this ranch in West Texas. And I think they kind of moved around West Texas a bit, like ranch to ranch, um, picking up work and stuff like that. And things were going well for a while. They kind of stayed on the straight and narrow, but eventually they both ended up turning to a life of crime. So it was Thomas and Sam who ended up saying like, you know, enough of being a cowboy, let's just rob places instead um fair okay. enough like <laughs> it's the 1800s you know people do what they want <laughs> um so I think they started out kind of with like easy things they started out with robbing a store and the post office and then somewhere along the way they were like you know what robbing people in these basic locations isn't enough let's join a gang and murder a bunch of people oh um so they did <laughs> not as fun. Really cute and quirky of them. I wish they had stayed on robbing like stores like casually, you know? I feel like if you're going to turn to a life of crime, like steal things, don't hurt people, you know? Yeah. Um but in this gang, there's like a whole backstory towards it but it got kind of confusing with all the people so I wrote it all down got confused myself and then omitted all of it because I was like if I don't understand there's no way I'm going to make anyone else understand
1: um
0: but I think the gist of it is that they started robbing trains and I think like the railroads were relatively new at this point um transporting a lot of like cargo and stuff less people Mm-hmm. So, in September of 1897, they robbed their first train at Twin Mountain. And I think they made off with like around $20,000. Oh, wow. Which I feel like with inflation is quite a lot. Oh, yeah. That's
1: like, like not with inflation. Play- okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They got a lot.
0: They got a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and they did like the law enforcement agencies to try to go after them, but they never found any of them and they never found the money either. So I don't know what they did with it. Maybe it's still out there. Who knows?
1: Yeah, buried treasure, you know? It
0: could be, could be. Maybe that's why he got his name. It's like a pirate name because of the treasure. Oh, true. Um, speculation, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that happened in uh, 1897. And then two years later, in 1899, Sam robbed the same train again, um, but without Blackjack. So it was just Sam and the gang and they robbed the same train. Um, But this time when the law enforcement kind of came after them, it stuck more, I guess, than the first time. Um, So the sheriff assembled this like posse um, and they worked to hunt Sam down. And I did actually learn that like, I feel like when you think of the word posse, you're like, oh, like a group of high schoolers. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But apparently it actually means like, a group of assembled men that a sheriff brings together to hunt down someone oh so crazy you learn something new every day yeah um but they assembled this posse they tried to go hunt Sam down and this gang was on the run Sam was on the run as well but they caught up to him in Turkey Creek Canyon and there they had this like big shootout I feel like what you see in like the movies you know that kind of vibe um and so it was like a gun battle. Sam was seriously wounded in the battle. Okay. Um, and even though like nothing happened at that spot with in terms of like being captured or anything, um, they still kind of ran. But his injuries slowed him down a lot and he ended up being captured later um, where he was sent to the Santa Fe Territorial Prison. And at the prison, I feel like, the 1800s didn't have the best like medical facility yeah kind probably of vibe not. for prisoners especially yeah um so sam ended up dying in prison of his injuries mm. and because Blackjack wasn't there like physically at this second robbery mm-hmm. um he mm-hmm. only heard of it in august of the same year um like he heard that his brother sam had died in prison in august so that was Um, I think the moment for him where he was like, um, I want to say he like wanted to get justice or something like that Mm -hmm. in some capacity. I don't know what he was thinking because this man decided to rob the same train at the same place, but this time without a gang. He went at it alone. Um, And like I get being like, that's my brother. Mm -hmm. Like that's your blood, your family. You love him. But like that was stupid. I hate to bit. say it. That was a little bit stupid of him. Yeah. But he did try. He tried real hard. Um, but the train conductor actually recognized him because the same train had been robbed like three times in the same place. Like, <laughs> they're going to be on edge. You know what
1: I mean? Those poor people who worked on the train.
0: <laughs> no, literally. It's like the fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me kind of a thing. Like, yeah. this conductor was ready. He was like, guys, it's going to happen. <laughs> and it's like the same year as well like they didn't waste any time it was like months later they were like he was like i'm gonna rob it alone like Dang. what um but the train conductor did recognize him and shot him off of his horse oh. so at that point he was wounded he was captured by law enforcement and i don't know why they decided to give him medical treatment but they did they took him to a medical facility in colorado actually um And he was wounded in his arm, which is very important to the rest of the story. He was wounded in his arm. Okay. And his arm actually ended up having to be amputated um, at this medical facility in Colorado. And he was nursed back to health there. So he was, like, fine uh, a few months later. And then from Colorado, he was sent back to Clayton, New Mexico. And in April of 1901, so, like, two years later, I think it took him a while to heal, um he was tried for attempted train robbery and he was found guilty of attempted train robbery.
1: Okay.
0: And I think that was the only thing that he was like tried for at the time. Mm-hmm. But he was sentenced to death over uh, it. Okay. Um, which I think is a bit unfair. Yeah, it seems a little harsh, but Yeah, like he really attempted to rob a train didn't succeed, was wounded, had his arm amputated, yeah. and then was sentenced to death. Yikes. Like, that, I feel like it warrants, like, a prison sentence. Or, like, at least if they were, like, oh, you're sentenced to death because of these three previous other train robberies and the fact yeah. that you murdered someone. Yeah. Like, death, I, I don't justify it, but, like, yeah. in, 18, in 1901, <laughs> I could see them doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I was like, "Come on, guys. Like attempted train robbery. Like it was attempted." Um but he was in this small town in New Mexico and the town had never like hanged someone before. So it was their first time hanging someone. They did like a trial run with a sandbag. Um so they like attempted to figure out the system. They built the thing. They tried it out with a sandbag and then they forgot to take the sandbag off of the rope when they put him on the rope What? and because the sandbag was really heavy that was used to test the rope the rope kind of became like more of a wire than a rope and i don't know if you can tell where i'm going with this but if they're basically using a wire around this guy's neck and they drop him off of a platform It's not so much as him being hanged, it's more of him being guillotined. Hmm. So he fell through the drop, was decapitated, and there was this like black hood tied around his head, I think for like, so he didn't know when it was coming or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was the only thing that like prevented his head from rolling away. So they got his head, sewed it back on the body and then put the body out for like viewing. Um, which I think is barbaric. Like, yeah. why would you come from miles away to see someone be hanged and then view their body? Yeah. Like, is that your only source of entertainment?
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Back then. <laughs>
0: I guess. But it's still, like, it's nasty. Like, Yeah. Yeah, he did some bad things, but I don't think he deserved to die for it. Especially yeah. in that way. Like, that's brutal. Um, eventually he was buried um, I think according to some people he was buried in three places I don't know what oh. that means but I don't know why they would like separate his body either but yeah, that was what was stated um, and he was apparently the only person ever to be hanged in New Mexico for quote unquote felonious assault upon a train hmm. um, when New Mexico became a state in 1912 so like literally 10 years later Mm -hmm. um, it was determined that this law was unconstitutional and that he was unrightfully hanged in this way for this crime Um, but then I think they ended up justifying it they ended up being like oh well he was a murderer like before
1: get convicted of it there I
0: know that's what I'm saying he was only convicted for the felonious assault upon a train but they were like I guess it's okay that we killed him because he did that like Come on, guys. What? Um, but anyway, he, in this gang, as a cowboy who was stealing things, he had, like, multiple hideouts. Um, mm-hmm. And the hideout that, if you remember, a very long time ago, I mentioned that, mm-hmm. like, Boy Scouts who were camping in the mountains. hmm um, they like went past, you know the like haunted graveyards or whatever, and the ghost town, the gold mine, and they stumbled upon one of his outlaw hideouts. So the hideout in question was this large rock, like overhang kind of a thing. Um, and they the scouts decided that they wanted to camp there because it was like a cool, place that had a, a scary little history they were like oh it'd be fun to tell ghost stories um mm-hmm. and I understand the appeal I feel like if you're camping yeah you'd want to tell ghost stories around a fire in like a spooky space um but the scout leader the like, group leader um said that they actually needed to go to this designated overnight camping site which was nearby but like not underneath this rock overhang so understandably all of these scouts were really disappointed by it um but they ended up setting up their tents at the campsite just a couple hundred feet away from their like leader's tent and i think the thinking there was that they were like oh well if we're a couple hundred feet away we'll just sneak back out when everyone is sleeping Mm -hmm. and go spend the night under this rock overhang um i don't know why they they thought that they would just wake up before everyone and come back to the camp but um no cognitive thinking there they just they were like we wanted to so at around 11 p.m most of the rest of the camp was asleep so five of these scouts took that opportunity to bring their sleeping bags back to this overhang and they were going to camp there so they ended up setting up the camp they ended up building a fire they sat around talking about the trip they were talking about like ghost stories and stuff like that and one of the boys ended up telling like a ghost story about blackjack um And when the fire ended up fizzling out, they went to bed for the night. They set up their little sleeping bags around the like fire embers or whatever. And they went to bed. Now, the scout who was telling these ghost stories said that he went to sleep kind of thinking about the story of Blackjack. Um, Mm -hmm. And then he was awoken a few hours later by this noise in the bushes. And he said that he felt paralyzed. Even though he tried to call out to the others to be like, there's noise in the bushes or something creepy happening here, he said that his throat was all knotted up and that he couldn't speak. He then said that he saw a cowboy dressed in all black running out of the bushes towards the overhang hideout. Oh, um, maybe
1: that's why he's called Blackjack. He always wears black.
0: That actually could be it, yeah. I don't know where the jack came from. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he, like, played poker or something. When hmm. was poker invented? Cause it's a game, right? Blackjack.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know when it was invented.
0: No clue. Anyway, he, <laughs> he there he saw this cowboy who was running um, out of the bushes, dressed in all black, and he said that the cowboy was mostly solid, but there were like parts of him that looked translucent. I'm thinking the arm, maybe. Mm, yeah.
1: Um.
0: But he described this cowboy as being like filthy, wearing this tattered hat, looking like he was wearing clothes from the 1800s. Um, said that he had like these yellowed teeth and a red face that glistened with sweat.
1: Oh
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I was a ghost, I would like to never be sweaty. Yeah, <laughs> like truly. I feel like that should be the perk of being a ghost. Right. <laughs> but apparently Blackjack was red in the face and glistening with sweat. Um yeah. also had lots of facial hair and was holding a revolver. Um and he did say at the time that this cowboy seemed to be unaware that anyone else was there with him. So these, like, other four boys who were sleeping and the one who was awake and watching this happen. Um, so he... The guy who was awake said that he was terrified, both by the fact that there was, like, a literal ghost cowboy right in front of him, <laughs> yeah. and also that he couldn't move. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> that, that would do it. Um, and he said that his, he watched this cowboy more. He noticed that there was this tree line across from this small stream um, near the, the rock overhang and he said that he saw this strange fog appear by the tree line and he could hear a bunch of men yelling like unintelligibly but they were just yelling and he could also hear muffled gunfire um, he saw the cowboy turn towards the tree line and fire six shots into the trees and then run over again to the sleeping boys. Um, He did say, this is the important part, that the ghost looked like his shoulder was hurt. Mm. And he emptied, like he stood over the boy who was sleeping, or um, like like awake but paralyzed, Mm -hmm. and emptied the six shell casings onto him. Oh. Right? And it gets weirder. So he said that he saw the casings disappear as they fell into his sleeping bag and then watch this cowboy like reload his revolver and fire more shots into the trees and then at that moment like after he's finished firing more shots into the trees this gets really creepy that's when he said that this ghost cowboy noticed the boy sleeping there
1: oh and, so i was gonna say maybe it's like a residual haunting like yeah even know but that's just like the exact spot where he was you know yeah
0: well i think it was it must've been like a combination of like a haunting and then like also like being stuck in a loop or something mm-hmm. cuz like this is probably the moment where like he was shot off his horse and then he was running from the law enforcement mm-hmm.
1: um
0: but then he like sees these scouts on the ground and said that like the the boy said that the ghost looked really confused seeing them like almost as if he had seen a ghost yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, if I was stuck in a time loop and then I suddenly saw a boy, like, I'd be like, what? What is That's happening? <laughs> I'd be like, what? <laughs> um, but he said that this ghost uncocked his pistol, like, got really close to the boy and said, you're not supposed to be here. Oh. And then he disappeared into thin air. Damn. Yeah. Isn't that crazy?
1: That feels like, like, time travel stuff. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. like, I don't know, yeah, like, he was haunting the place, but then, like, somehow the Boy Scouts came through to his time, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah! Maybe. Because, like, why else would he say, like, you're not supposed to be here? Like, it... Yeah. It feels weird. I don't know. Like, creepy. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but the boy eventually fell back asleep, and then, like, couldn't wake up in the morning, had to be, like, shaken awake by the other Boy Scouts. Um... And then he told them the re- like about this like quote unquote dream that he had, and all the rest of the the boys were just kind of like, oh, like that's funny dream that you had. Um, but when he rolled up his sleeping bag to go back to the camp, he found six shell casings in the dust.
1: Oh.
0: And then, so they returned to base camp. They visited this old saloon later on. And at the saloon, he saw this like photograph of this same cowboy that he saw at the hideout. Mm-hmm. And so he told his friends about it, and all of them like brushed him off. And they were like, oh, that's crazy. Like, you must have just dreamt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he like told them about the shell casings, but he kept them mm-hmm. and said that he, when he got back home, he like checked with this gun expert who literally said that the casings were dated sometime around 1878, but they were in brand new condition wow. and that like gunpowder could still be smelled in them. So they must've been fired recently.
1: Dang.
0: Isn't that insane? Isn't it? Like that's yeah. crazy. Um, And I hate to end the story there, but that's kind <laughs> of just like, that's it. Like, he kept the casings for years, but unfortunately, like he grew up and he moved and then his mother threw them out with like yeah. other things that he'd say, like comic books and baseball cards. So she must have been like doing spring cleaning and then classic like, tossed them. I know. But that's insane. Like I wish that they like he still had them. That's yeah. crazy. Wow. That's like a cool I story. was shook when I read it. I was like, oh, like it'll be a fun little cowboy story. And then I was like, oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> I mean, it was a fun little cowboy story. <laughs> You're so right. It was a fun little cowboy story. Except for the death, but except you know. for the part where he was murdering people and then he died. And then he died. Yeah. <laughs> and his brother died. And his brother died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it does make me want to visit New Mexico, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Kinda I think wanna... we should go. We should go I'm see so that. down. I would
1: love to go like camping there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's do a road trip. Like oh my God, that'd is be that so fun. Would you you to
1: camp with me? <laughs> Blackjack?
0: <laughs> wow. let's do it perfect perfect. Um, but yeah that's the story that I have for you to start off the new year hope you enjoyed it Um, just a reminder you are legally obligated to say that you did enjoy it
1: and I did in fact enjoy it
0: perfect (laughs) Um, yeah that's all I have for you this week do you have any questions comments concerns
1: I do not I just I appreciated that
0: one nice oh I'm glad that was so fun I like I really enjoyed researching that one yeah, that time. was
1: fun. That had like two kind of connected stories, you know. Yeah,
0: like yeah. the history and then like the ghost story. Yeah, I'm gonna try to find more like this because that was like pretty fun to do.
1: Yeah, I liked that. Nice. So, well,
0: I'll, I'll try to find some more for us. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. But yeah, do you want to life update
1: us? Um, I don't really got much going on. I feel like just um working with the dogs, nice. doing some dog grooming. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to apply to jobs. <laughs> oh,
0: Gross. Don't do it.
1: Yeah, that is pretty gross.
0: Growing up? Ryan. Couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. But yeah, that's
1: it for me. Do you have any life updates?
0: Um, I have been trying to go to Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. I've been trying for like three days. I've been like, we're going. We're going, and then every single day, I end up either going, and it's, like, closing, um, and then there aren't any books, or I just don't go. Yeah, so, the one that's
1: closing down is, there's, like, not many books left. my god, so. it's so sad. Yeah.
0: I walked in, and I was so excited, because it was, like, 50% off, and I was like, whoa, 50% off, and then, like, yeah. literally three quarters of the shelves were empty. I was like, what yeah. am I, what am I doing here?
1: And then it's hard to find anything in the shelves that aren't empty because they're all like mixed together basically yeah. yeah like I
0: was in the fiction section and then all of it was like autobiographies yeah I was like <laughs> what is going on here so anyway I have to go to a different Barnes and Noble I have to find one that's close to me and go you to it a particular book or no but one? I have a gift card that I want to oh. finish before I, then- I- it. yeah well. that's, fair. that's fair and I don't want to like waste the money you know what I mean yeah like, I'd rather just stock up on books and then keep them here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. i going like to get out to Barnes and Noble today. Pray for me. <laughs> Thank you. I will try. Um, but yeah, that's all that I have in terms of life updates. Do you have anything
1: to add? I do not.
0: Nice. No, do like you want to spiel us out? Yeah.
1: Um, so you can find us on instagram at grim podcast you can like our photos follow us dm us and from our profile there's a button to email us you can email us at the at gmail.com you can send us thoughts on stories we have covered stories you want us to cover or life updates of your own we also have a twitter which is podcast Grimm, and a facebook which is grim podcast and other than that just leave us a good review and tell your friends and family about us
0: Yeah. And we will see you next week for some true crime, which I know I promised, but then my plan said paranormal, so I just went with it. Um, But there will be true crime next week. (laughs) I can promise you that. (laughs) Um, But until then, stay safe out there, you guys.
1: Yeah. Bye. Bye.